0: What is
1: up, everybody? Welcome back to Mile higher Podcast, episode seventy-four. Last week it was seventy-three, and I said seventy-two, so that's awkward. But here we are at seventy-four, yes. and today we are talking about the ocean. Yeah, guys. I'm yes. super excited for
0: this, and I'm super think,
1: excited. I'm surprised we haven't done this yet, honestly.
0: Yeah, because you know we talk about space all the time. Yeah,
1: we talk about the ocean a lot too, though. Like we do? in yeah, here and there, here and there. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something we could do a whole episode on. So yes. good thing we're doing this.
0: So today we're specifically like focusing on more on the mysteries of the ocean and the fact that literally we have an alien world right under our feet pretty much. And most of us have no fucking clue Mm -hmm. anything about the ocean in general, but also just like what's hidden beneath it. You know, like Mm -hmm. what is in the ocean?
1: Insane stuff. I mean, we haven't explored like barely any of it. What is it? Five percent that we have explored? Well, something like that. But we've barely seen this shit. So,
0: yeah. It, a fraction. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Yeah,
1: there's so many things under there that we don't know about. It's really, really interesting. I love Josh and I love turning on ocean documentaries at night and falling asleep. Blue to them. Planet, man. Oh yeah, Blue Planet. One and two
0: are amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've watched that many times.
0: Because if you think about it, like anytime I watch one of those, I'm always amazed at how fucking beautiful. Yes, it is. Like who? How are they capturing this? Mm. Are these like? I don't That's even know the how they film like. it though. Like. The moments that they capture of these animals and it's under just the a ocean lot of footage and they cut the best insane. Like yeah. they must. Yeah. Insane amounts of footage mm-hmm. to catch it, but it's so beautiful under there. Yeah. But also kind of creepy when you think about it.
1: Oh yes, definitely. And we'll be talking about that, but um,
0: yeah, we wanted to uh, thank our sponsors. Today. Yes.
1: Thank our sponsors today. Our sponsors are snow ritual, calm and ring. Thank yes, you guys thank you. for being our sponsors,
0: but let's go ahead and jump right into things. This week we got a very different kind of story for you. And that is there are super nests the size of cars popping up all over Alabama right now.
1: Wasps nests. You just said nests. Oh, it could be anything. could be well, bird's nest.
0: It's the worst kind of nest. Yeah, it's, it's a wasp Just put it that nest. way. It's wasp yeah. nest. Yellow you guys, this jacket
1: wasps. Fucking crazy. Like I saw this over the weekend and I was just looking. I was reading about this for so long because it's so bizarre. It's mind
0: blowing. So, first off, just looking at some pictures of these, they are huge. Some of these super nests can actually grow up to the size of a Volkswagen Beetle yep. car. Mm-hmm. And it can house up to 15,000 wasps. And these super nests are four times,
1: mm-hmm. at
0: least four times the size of regular nests. So, these are abnormal wasp nests that are popping up mm-hmm. and just showing up literally on the side of people's houses. Um because mm-hmm. they like to build against wood, I think is their yes, thing. They, they like do. to build their nests out of wood on top of wood.
1: Normally in like a shadier spot.
0: Yeah, because they're like these big brown they almost look like rock or stone or like wood even it's weird I looking. can't
1: remember what they're made out of. It's like spit and something else. And they kinda like make a mache paste. Yeah. But it's mainly their spit that they make it out of.
0: Yeah, that's so weird. Isn't
1: that? And they build these huge structures. So these super nests, what's interesting about them is they are nests that have survived two years in a row. So they have gone through a full cycle and, you know, survived the winter. Right. Usually and, they die off in mm-hmm, the winter and they're yep. not. They're not because climate, it's really hot out. Yeah. So they... End up making these bigger nests because they get to this point where they're basically like mega nests. They're mm-hmm. they're like yeah, I guess that's super how, nests, yeah. yeah, um And it's just crazy. And I don't know how these people let them get that bad though. That's yeah, my question. Yeah. Is like
0: who's not seeing yeah, this outside their house? Like it's
1: not like they just made this overnight. Come on, no. I mean this I mean, takes a long know. time. And if you can even let one get bad enough to where it can get to a super nest that means it made it a whole year that blows my mind like do these people just not they don't care they're not scared of their the bees yeah i'm allergic so i would not be okay with this situation
0: hell no like if i even see a couple wasps, or like you know if you look at your patio or underneath your deck or Mm -hmm. something if you have one Usually they hide up in the wood and they make little nests up there. And it's usually only like a couple of them. You're like, Oh shit, I gotta go get the Yeah, but some of these repellent. are like on the
1: front of people's houses where you're like, There's no way you didn't see that before.
0: Massive. Just
1: how did you let it get that bad?
0: So there there was this in super nest found in Alabama that had five hundred thousand wasps in it.
1: My God. That is so and crazy. And they are telling
0: people that if you see two in your yard, there may be two thousand nearby. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, they're just getting more and more powerful. And it's been since 2006 that um, was sort of the last time we saw so many super nests because uh, the, the, it was a bit warmer then. But this time around, it's even warmer than it's ever been. So they're expecting up to 90 super nests this year. It's crazy Oh my versus gosh. I think there was only 16 in uh, 2006. So it's going to wow. be crazy. So if you're in Alabama, get that shit taken care of like. Hire a pest (laughs) professional and get that removed so it doesn't get worse before (laughs) they multiply. But the next thing I got for you is a very curious um, crime case. Actually, I came across today randomly um, that has to do with the Vatican. Um, It's sort of an update in a case. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So the Vatican has announced that it will open two tombs in a 100 year old cemetery based on a mysterious clue. In a 36 year old case of a missing teenage girl. And this clue was sent anonymously to the girl's family in a letter last year. So, the person that uh, went missing, uh, her name is Emanuela Orlandi. And she's a 15 year old went missing in 1983 on her way to a flute lesson in central Rome. And although police believed it to be a simple abduction and murder, the case led to wild speculation of a Vatican cover up in the mm-hmm. Italian media for years. Which is really interesting. And then and then it goes on to say that. um, So this anonymous tip is going to cause them to open up these tombs to um, look for this girl's body, because the actual letter said, quote unquote, look where the angel is pointing, along with a photo of a marble statue of an angel above a prince's tomb in the Teutonic cemetery in the Vatican. Which is reserved for church figures of German or Austrian origin. So they're literally going to do this. Like they're going to. I think they're going to try to f- open these tombs up and see if there's, see what this clue is, you know, valid or not. It's mm-hmm. really interesting though. And this whole idea of like a Vatican cover up and everything yeah. just made me think how much I want to do like a Vatican yes. episode at some point. I, I know. I
1: was reading this today, actually reading about this on Twitter, and I was thinking, God, we really need to cover the Vatican. Like, there's, there's just so, so much stuff mysteries that they and hide. Yeah, they're so secretive
0: craziness with it. So, yeah, no, I just thought that was really interesting. And any of you in Italy, I'm sure you've heard of this um, Mm -hmm. before, but I just saw Vatican and cover up. And I was like, I got to read what this is about. And yeah, it's really interesting that they're going to do what this note says. So Mm -hmm. um, we'll know more on July 11th, uh, apparently is when they're going to do it. So we'll keep you updated.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting.
0: But yeah, before we get into the mysterious ocean, we'd like to thank our first sponsors for today. So let's talk about the ocean. What is the ocean? How big is it? How deep is it? Huge. Covers more than 70% of the Earth's surface. Now think about that for a second.
1: That's really actually mind-blowing to 70% think about.
0: percent of the planet.
1: So much. So I've always wondered, like, if we have population issues, can we start, like, building fake islands out yes. on the water? Yes. And, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, and
0: we can build underneath the water. Yeah, I actually looked too. into this in part researching for this and they are actually working on actively creating colonies underwater. There's a Chinese architect that's building out an underground like sort of colony where thousands of people will be able to. Yeah, to live. Did not we
1: talk about that guy? I think we may have talked Maybe. about that at one point. I remember talking about that. Maybe not.
0: But yeah, like thousands of people be able to live under the main thing with living under the ocean though is the pressure, right? After yes. you go down a certain depth, yeah, the pressure just starts getting crushing yeah. and right. how do you build a structure in that kind of environment? And
1: stay down there for yeah. long periods right. of time. Like what effect would that have on the body after a while? It would have a lot of effect yeah. on the body. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's kind of like it's literally like outer space. Yeah, you I was know? about to say it's like space, but almost even crazier than outer space in a way. Because I feel like we have a better grasp on how to survive in space than we do mm-hmm. under the water. Yeah. And yet, so why don't we investigate the ocean? Why don't we see what's under there? Maybe there's life. You know, other types of life under there. I don't know. It's interesting that other we types of that.
1: human life. You mean? Because yeah. There's definitely life under there.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's absolutely crazy to think about how big it is and how much water it holds. 321 million cubic miles of water. When you think about how much water there is and, and the fact that it's all salt water, you know, it sucks that it's not, there's not more fresh water out there. Yeah. It also has the longest mountain range, which the uh, largest range above the water is the Andes mountain range, which is 4,300 miles long. But the actual longest mountain range on earth is a mid oceanic Ridge, which runs 40,000, 390 miles long.
1: That's so interesting. That's huge.
0: Sometimes I'm wondering, like, what if like millions of years ago it was switched and (laughs) everything that's under the ocean, like the ocean floor was the surface of the planet.
1: I think, I mean, certain areas it definitely was.
0: All right. Let's talk about how deep the ocean is for a minute, though, because that's really the most mysterious and scariest thing about the ocean Mm -hmm. is how just how fucking deep it Because is. We've
1: never been able to get to the bottom completely.
0: Well, we've gone to the bottom of the Marnios Trench, actually.
1: Is that the deepest point?
0: Yes. Chall- Challenger Deep. We have
1: oh three my gosh. humans
0: have been to the bottom.
1: Wouldn't your ears just die?
0: And they're in submarines. You can build small submarines that allow you to go to that that depth.
1: That's just so crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I can't imagine that. My ears are so fucked. I can barely swim past like eight feet without hurting so bad.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm the same way. I can't go like five yeah. feet down. I'm like ah, my yeah. ears. No, it's crazy. There's been more people to walk on the moon than there has been to the bottom of the ocean
1: that's so crazy and meanwhile we have access to it it's so weird all the time but we don't go
0: down there because we're like why do we go down there
1: yeah well there's probably some creepy shit down there
0: yeah so it was actually james cameron you you know james cameron Mm -hmm. titanic all that yeah so he went down there in 2012 and then there was two other guys in 1960 uh that went down there as well
1: wow i wonder how long it takes to get down there
0: (laughs) wow dude it's so deep 5.5 miles uh, is Mount Everest? Wow. It's more than Mount Everest to the bottom. Wow,
1: to the Challenger insane. Deep is
0: what the deepest point called. Literally, when you're down there, it's like being crushed with fifty yeah. jets on top of you, wow. like planes stacked on you. Gosh. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. So if you got, if you were to leave that submarine, uh, you literally,
1: yeah, you just, just completely burst, right?
0: Be obliterated. Yeah,
1: you'd yeah. be reduced to nothing. Oh, that's so weird to think the about. Pressure
0: would just crush you instantly.
1: It reminds me of um, like a grip. god. So- <laughs> Don't say that. You know, that freaks me out because a few years ago we were talking, we had the same conversation during image three seventy when they were looking for it. And Mm -hmm. I was so freaked out. And I kept asking Josh, like, what if the plane just like went into the water and is sinking? And he explained to me that like the people in it would literally like pop, like their bodies would like burst. Yeah. And I was so disturbed (laughs) by that fucking image. Oh my God. It's maybe even more obsessed with the case.
0: It's, it's really it hurts your head to think about yeah. that happening
1: yeah i don't because like it that.
0: doesn't make sense to us we're like what even
1: the word pressure just makes me uncomfortable <laughs> I, yeah. don't do I don't do like, like that. pressure
0: so what's just crazy to me though is that we've we've mapped more of mars than of our ocean
1: yeah that's like we honestly have mars insane.
0: the surface of mars completely mapped out yeah
1: because we have like our rovers and shit up there that can do that right
0: right but yeah, we don't have rovers in the
1: bottom of the ocean.
0: No, that why?
1: I know that seems insane. Why are like, they
0: like why isn't there a department like NASA to
1: map out the to ocean. map
0: out the ocean and like I sending know. people down there constantly to see what's going yeah, on? Yeah,
1: It's really bad, honestly,
0: because 80 percent is unexplored. Mm-hmm. 80.
1: I thought it was even more than that. I, it's
0: 80 percent. Wow. Which is just crazy to think about.
1: Imagine the stuff that's down there, dude. We barely could straight up be mermaids, and we wouldn't even like know because, <laughs> with how much we don't, we don't c- know. see it, yeah. A lot we of people know.
0: believe actually that there's prehistoric creatures and animals that live in the depths of the ocean that just never come even remotely close where we could see them. Oh,
1: I can, I bet you anything
0: like well, Megalodon. That's a big, like, oh,
1: Megalodon, the yeah, 60 foot shark that lives shark. down there, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thing,
0: yeah. <laughs> but we there is a lot of things that we do know that live under there that we've seen and they look like straight up aliens dude yes. like some of these fish mm-hmm. and like this octopus mm-hmm. um the dumbo octopus looks like a literal alien dude look at this octopus crazy it's oh my it's, gosh whoa well, it has yeah. like dumbo ears kind of funny uh funny ears but it like glows like they light up and they've got like all these weird looking tentacles they look like an alien and then this other fish can actually, it's like called the barrel eye fish. It has like a translucent head.
1: Oh, I've seen that one before. The that fake is eyes. so cool.
0: The fake eyes. Yeah, there's eyes some crazy shit down there. Yeah. It's
1: so creepy. The lantern
0: one, you know, that's yeah, got the fucking the lantern. lantern. Mm-hmm. There's some cool shit down there. And so many species we haven't identified yet. Yeah. And yet we don't, we don't go down there
1: can't believe there's really a fish that has like a lantern on its head to light up its way i mean how gosh that's that's really evolution. evolution right there man like, <laughs> how like do you get a, that? i'm in the dark so i grew a light on my head
0: smart <laughs> so cool wish we could do that i know yeah so the uh the mariana's trench is just crazy it's over off the coast of guam and uh what's even crazier and sad at the same time is that in 2018 researchers went down there and they found motherfucking plastic bag down at the bottom
1: oh, oh there's gosh. plastics
0: at the bottom that's of how the far it goes trench. down wow so any plastic that gets thrown in the ocean is already being put on the bottom
1: that's horrible it's, it's insane how much plastic, like if you ever... Um,
0: the Garbage Patch Man.
1: Yes, yes. I was going to say, Pacific look that up on patch. YouTube. There's video clips of um, people from... What was that? I I worked with them two years ago. It's like, I think it's called for life ocean for life or something. Can you look it up? Yeah. It's like a, it's really cool. I wanted to tell you guys about it while we're doing this episode. Anyway, they have video clips of them doing these plastic runs where they go out and they collect plastic in the ocean and some areas. It's literally every inch of the water is just covered in it. And they're just moving through it as if it's water. It's insane amounts.
0: It's for, um, It's made up of 79,000 tons of plastic
1: debris.
0: It's got about 90 or 94% of the 1.8 trillion pieces.
1: Is that it? Yeah. It's called four ocean. If you guys are interested, you can um, buy these wristbands that they have and it's pretty cool.
0: But actually one uh, you know, people are like, well, what kind of plastic trash out there is it? And a lot of it is like consumer type stuff and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, commercial stuff, but a majority for, or, a large amount 46 percent is uh fishing debris
1: wow yeah So these
0: fishermen that are out there catching our seafood and everything are some of them are not being responsible yeah. which is just crazy to think about you think the fishermen fucking know how to take care of the ocean
1: no like, they don't care when
0: they would impact could impact their fish like what are you doing mm-hmm. which is, is stupid true, yeah. like if you just toss your net over or you just let shit fall off your your boat In the fishing waters, then eventually the populations are going to get depleted because they're all caught up in nets and shit.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: They estimated about 380,000 marine animals are killed each year from ingesting uh, abandoned fishing gear, just fishing gear.
1: That's unreal.
0: So meanwhile, that's why we have fishing problems and overfishing and things like that is Mm -hmm. because they're literally just dying from stupid fucking trash. So recently, actually, they pulled out um, a group, pulled out a bunch of trash out of the garbage patch which if you don't know where it is it's in between san francisco and hawaii and the ocean voyage institute just removed recently 40 tons of plastics and abandoned fishing gear god this thing is huge though and i think this is where like ai and technology could really come into play like why can't we build some sort of like autonomous robot that goes out there and just ingests and yeah breaks down these plastics like
1: that's that would be nice just to see rolls some, something and like that down on
0: this plastic
1: yeah we talked about that last week too like ai having a a big you know a big part of our future yeah. climate society and stuff. Yeah. yeah yeah just how we might be able to save the planet because of ai right
0: ai might really figure out a way to do it yeah because i mean yeah don't even get me started on that. There's,
1: <laughs> I know, so many things. I just going say, off of last week's topic, yeah, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. It could come in and really help us save the day and figure out, you know, how many of this do we need to eliminate mm-hmm. to fix the issue. And that leads me to the coral reef, the Great Barrier Reef, uh, <sighs> to be specific, which we went to.
1: We did. We went ago. all the way to Australia to see it. We, you know, wanted to go specifically because we've heard it's been dying. And when we got there, we could really tell. It was really sad. Um, like, as soon as I jumped in, I could see it. Yeah. Uh, it, was it was just tons a of bleached bleaching. coral yeah. and way less fish, way less bright colors. Like, I've seen colors were gone. amazing videos of people uh, diving the reef, yeah. which obviously it's huge and we only went to one spot of it. But the spot that they brought us to, which obviously they're going to bring the tourists to one of the best spots, and it was still pretty rough. Um, and so to see that, you know, everything was so faded and looked dying. It it was depressing. Like I wanted to get out of the water because that's all I could think about. As I was swimming around, everything was dead. Like looking down, there was was. just a bunch of dead stuff. There was some, some stuff that was still alive and there was areas where it was thriving more than others, but you can just see the devastation on the reef. It's unreal.
0: Yeah. And it's just, it's sad because this thing is a treasure to this planet. I mean, did you know it's the largest living structure Yeah. On the planet.
1: I do actually. And reefs are just incredibly beautiful. I mean, what a complex thing when they're flourishing. Yeah. If you've ever had the opportunity in your life to snorkel and just look at a reef anywhere, whether it's the great barrier reef or just in you know Florida or California or something like that. um, Do they have like reefs in California?
0: Yeah. There's reefs everywhere. I mean, you just got to go far enough out. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But, um, but if you've ever seen that up close, it all just working. It's like a, It's like seeing a fish tank, but it's like under the water and it's all one big ecosystem. It's so interesting to watch it all from afar, you know, like just observe this little world on these reefs. Yeah, Yeah, it's incredible. And to see how they're, you know, going down so fast, it's just so, so incredibly sad. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is also from sunscreen, too. That's a big thing is people are wearing... Yeah, sunscreens with chemicals in it and it's killing the reefs and the animals like it's just horrible if you're going to go in the ocean (laughs) uh, to snorkel you should probably it's better to um i mean either get a safe sunscreen there's certain ones i think if like remember in hawaii i got one that wasn't that was safe to wear in the water it's like made out of something specific but um or just wear a shirt
0: yeah yeah
1: i mean anything we can
0: do to to help because if the corals go then the fish go Exactly, and then it's a waste like under there. Yeah, and dude. It's as if the bad ocean
1: as, goes, we're all done. Like, <laughs>
0: but yeah, let's let's listen to uh, some strange sounds, huh?
1: Oh, yes.
0: So there's a lot of mysteries under the ocean, as you can imagine, and one of them has been strange sounds that are emitted from um, deep within the ocean that we don't know what it is. So there's government agencies that research and study the ocean and monitor it in a way. And they have these things called hydrophones or like these underwater phones that they place all around the world and stuff. And they constantly listen and record sounds to study whales and mm-hmm. different types of creatures. And, you know, like whenever the ice shelves fall off, they make crazy noises, which some of these claim to be just ice shelves sliding. Yeah. Um, but sometimes they're just weird, weird shit that they hear. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go through a couple of these, some of the most famous sounds. Um, the first one is called the bloop the bloop the bloop and the bloop was first heard in 1997 across the pacific it was a loud ultra low frequency sound that was heard at listening stations underwater over 3000 miles apart making this literally like one of the loudest sounds ever recorded underwater cuz it was heard thousands of miles away they could hear this fucking yeah sound being emitted and no known animal nor no man-made source has ever been identified as the source of the sound so this is unexplained i mean they they say now of course they're like oh yeah this is just Mm -hmm. an ice shelf breaking up but that's literally their answer for all these sounds so let me uh let me show you what uh this sounds like see what you think So, what do you think about that?
1: That sounds like a man made sound. That really sounds like drilling to me. It sounds like construction underwater. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. it is just drilling. Yeah, it could be drilling. I mean, it does kind of sound like friction, like something's yeah. kind of like rubbing, like, uh. so that's
1: the regular speed. And then the like bloop was the fast speed it up.
0: That's how they got like the bloop sound when oh, you kind of really speed it up. It's like
1: bloop, 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 bloop. But, but b- when you b- slow b- it down, it's like, slow, it's like, like
0: r- that. yeah, isn't it weird how that works? Like, yeah,
1: it's really weird.
0: <laughs> so that's the bloop. And scientists have said this is just a sound known as an ice quake, which is when the ice mm. shelf breaks off of Antarctica because oh. the world is burning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's not funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's just be real. But um, the next sound is called the upsweep. All right. This one is interesting. It's an unidentified sound that's existed at least since the Pacific Marine Environmental Laboratory began recording underwater uh, using an underwater sound surveillance system uh, with listening stations around the world in 1991. So it's been going on for a long time. And they don't know what the source of it is. They don't know where it is. They just know it's somewhere in the Pacific, around the halfway point between Australia and South America. And what's weird about this sound, though, is it actually changes with the seasons. And it gets loudest in the spring and fall. And no one is, no one knows why. Like why Mm -hmm. is he, so this is the upsweep sound. This is an interesting sound. Yeah, isn't that weird?
1: Super weird. So
0: that one's called the upsweep, and no one knows what it is or what's that's causing it. It's such an
1: it. eerie sound. It's creepy. It is. Huh. It really sounded like a alarm at the end. Like, wah, mm-hmm. wah. And okay.
0: it doesn't sound like what you would think the underwater sounds like either.
1: No. Yeah, and what's it really weird is like I guess we can't, name. as
0: humans, we can't really hear underwater that well. Mm-mm. But if you could, well,
1: that's, that's what would you would hear. Like.
0: You'd have all these crazy noises coming in.
1: But it's the, really weird to think about how our sound is so warped as humans underwater. Yeah,
0: like bloop, 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 bloop. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's really interesting. The leading scientific theory, though, is that it's related to volcanic activity.
1: Interesting. That there's like
0: because uh, there's underwater mm-hmm. volcanoes.
1: Yeah.
0: Basically, there's every land mass that we have, or you know, formation that we have underwater. It's weird that
1: yeah, the ocean floor sense. is
0: exactly the same as the yeah. surface because they were one sense. and the same at yeah, one point
1: yeah it really does how weird
0: because the planet's changed so much over the billions of years it's been around mm-hmm. that's weird so makes huge. you think of where it'll go
1: yeah <laughs> like i what know if
0: like uh, the united states just split in half and just got like pulled away it the, could like, happen
1: i mean the, this, the it's going to change a ton like yeah. in 100 years from now it could look really different just from global warming because as amount far of water, as the sea
0: level yeah mm-hmm. for sure
1: like i think america will just be a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. all the countries you know
0: yeah
1: it'll be weird i've seen maps of what it could look like and it's weird to see
0: yeah it's it's weird as humans to think about what it could be like mm-hmm. when we just expect everything to stay the same as it as we've always known it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're like oh that won't happen or that right. won't be in my lifetime and yeah we could be completely wrong yeah we could things could change a lot
1: well, we've been speeding it up <laughs> basically
0: speaking of speeding up the next sound's called the train And this was recorded by NOAA, or the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, 1997. Um, And this one's actually, in order to really hear it, I think you have to play it at the 16 times the normal speed. But here's that sound. What do you think about that one?
1: Creepy as well. Creepy. I wonder, is it possible that they're picking up sound from like above? Like, could that be a ship passing over that's like really loud? A steam? It kind of almost sounded like a ship like blowing its steam things or whatever.
0: Well, I think these sounds are over places where there's no ships because they would have already been like, that was a ship that made that sound. These are unexplained sounds from the ocean. Yeah.
1: Wow. Weird. I don't know. It just, these don't sound like. You know, just natural sounds. They sound man-made to me.
0: Yeah, they, they sound really weird. And I mean, I'm no scientific expert, so I can't say what an ice shelf sounds like breaking off, but that sounds really weird to me. So this one was called Julia. And Julia was recorded on March 1st, 1999, and it lasted roughly 15 seconds and was loud enough to be heard by the entire equatorial Pacific Ocean hydrophone array. Here's that one.
1: It sounds like furniture being moved.
0: It does. That's what a lot of people say, though, is like these are weird, but it does sound like the the scientific explanation makes sense. An iceberg, like yeah, running into shit,
1: that could make would make some, yeah. like that mm-hmm. frictiony
0: sound. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's like some type of whale we may not have identified before. Maybe it's some type of creature we've never heard. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people, obviously, like to go crazy with it. It and, definitely
1: could be. I feel like some of these sounds kind of sound like a whale, and whales do make some crazy sounds. Oh yeah,
0: I've got a whale on here actually. um This one is called the fifty-two hertz whale. It's known as the loneliest whale in the world because it calls that this unusual like 52 hertz Mm -hmm. uh, frequency, which is like way above the normal one. And it's kind of famous, actually.
1: Yeah, Um, they've been
0: listening to this guy for a long time. And actually, filmmakers raised $400,000 on Kickstarter to seek this whale out. And the fundraiser was. He's sad. Yeah, this fundraiser was uh, reached its goal because of Leonardo DiCaprio. Of course, well, he was like, let's find this whale. Uh,
1: so here's, a sad
0: to... yeah, this is a very sad whale. It sounds normal to mm-hmm. us because we're just like, oh, it sounds yeah. like a whale call. But the, you know, the frequency is a lot higher than the normal 10 to 40. Interesting. Um, so it's a lot so of how do they know th-
1: that that it's sad? Maybe it's happy.
0: maybe it is maybe it's like a higher
1: pitch the happier it is
0: maybe but as far as what we know about whales that means that they're they're sad sad. they're lonely
1: because they're just looking for its baby or something they they do that dude yeah like if they're um i god i saw that in uh i think it was in blackfish remember when they took the one of the babies and then the mom was like sad and looking for it Mm -hmm. yeah they're really smart whales are really really smart
0: yeah Yeah, no, I'm sure they do call out to their like family and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting to think about like what else could be underneath. Did you know that we just saw like a giant squid for the first time or not for the first time, but we saw like a really good like picture of them. I
1: saw that. Yes. Can we pull that up?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can you pull that up? Yeah.
1: You know what my favorite underwater animal is though, like by far is the sea leopard
0: the sea leopard oh those things are savages Yeah. if you don't know
1: about the sea leopard look it up it is so interesting
0: they're super dangerous yeah
1: they can like fuck you up they look so mean like their mouths can get so huge we should watch a video of a sea leopard too
0: yeah the macing close up of the giant squid
1: they were what was that that it was on
0: some type of scientific recording thing
1: well i know but the thing that it was like going near i wonder yeah. if that was they were trying to track it was something maybe there was food on that or something yeah i think there was wow, something Oh, that was cool aren't they weird looking yeah Ooh. didn't you say there
0: was um the, another thing that you had brought up to me that um is interesting is a lot of these oil rigs which fuck these oil rigs yes. but Cause they pollute so much mm-hmm. of the ocean, but they do capture some like crazy footage on
1: they do. Cause they just have these cameras that sit there type in like oil tank or oil underwater oil drilling captures creepy fish thing. <laughs> 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 so these can't, these drills underwater. I mean, they're really, really deep underneath there and they have cameras on them to monitor and they catch oh i haven't even seen this one yet look at that what is that
0: whoa that's weird look, it looks like the? a
1: ghost it looks like a giant jellyfish
0: yeah that's what it that's looks not like. even
1: the one that i was talking about i've seen other ones that are really really weird but these cameras catch some wild stuff because they're so deep down there
0: oh it comes back whoa. whoa
1: look at that what the fuck is that oh my god it
0: looks like a giant blanket or like a
1: it's a jelly. It's got to be some type yeah, of jellyfish, right? Yeah, Has Whoa. no skeleton system. Yeah. Weird. Whoa, that is cool. Okay, so here is the footage from an oil tank. This is real footage, November 11th, 2007. Look how massive this thing is. Holy fuck. Look at the top of it. It looks like an alien.
0: It is an alien, dude.
1: <laughs> Might There's as well underwater be, right?
0: aliens, man. Whoa. Isn't that
1: crazy? Imagine if you're the one like recording the... the you're you know running there's someone up at the top that's running these cameras and they're like whoa zoom out
0: holy shit that's crazy looking
1: yeah look now they're zooming out it's looking for him he comes back i remember it's kind of hangs out around that's got
0: these super long skinny arms and then it's got this like kind of like alien looking head
1: so i think this is called a magnapena squid yeah it's a type of squid for sure like they know what it is but it's not an alien (laughs) but it's crazy they catch tons of footage of these little squids and all types of things underneath there. It's unreal.
0: So Well, that, that just leads you back to like how many unidentified Dude, things are down there. Look at
1: this. It says that th- this type of squid lives to be 23 feet long. You know how fucking huge that is? So oh, um, my God. Yeah, squids are crazy.
0: That's super cool looking, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there's just so many weird things down there imagine if we actually went down and mapped the entire
1: yeah we'd find ocean. a lot of stuff we'd
0: find some i'm sure some bizarre looking oh, shit yeah <laughs> i bet that's just that's just such a small bit of what's caught on those cameras like
1: oh exactly we've I, probably seen just like a little fraction of what's actually there
0: what if there was even like footage they found that they came and released to the public like they have to send it they have to like it gets be crazy. confiscated by the fbi or cia or something they're like because they see something they're not supposed to like if you think about yeah. all those cameras down there
1: i'm surprised they don't make more like cameras that people could like operate and send down really far on their own like drones almost but like underwater it's coming
0: yeah it's actually coming yeah Is i started it? looking into it because i'm like it would be super cool to like go to the beach and just like drive send a, a little, camera down there little yeah. submarine around some yeah. underwater and
1: Especially if you could go to the bottom of the Marianas Trench, oh like, <laughs> yeah, like a personal device that. Imagine could go. how fun that would be. You spend hours just <laughs> looking around down there. Oh my god, that'd be crazy. It'd be sick, but if it was like VR, but like live in the ocean, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. It'd be very cool. But
0: let's go ahead and jump into our next topic, and that is the Bermuda Triangle, the mysterious Bermuda Triangle. This one is a, a mind boggler for sure. But before we do, we want to thank our last sponsors for today: the Bermuda Triangle. It exists. In the North Atlantic Ocean between Bermuda, Florida, and Puerto Rico, and spans approximately five hundred thousand miles, and it creates that triangle. Which I didn't know this though, but this was like a written. Somebody just made up this term for it.
1: The Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I that, did a video
1: on it a while back.
0: There's no official attachment whatsoever. Like the Coast Guard denies no. it exists. Yeah. The government does. Mm-hmm. All the government agencies that study the ocean deny it. The military, the Navy.
1: They think it's all just by they chance, and there's just, like a bunch of really weird disappearances of ships and stuff like big ships and
0: big ships disappearing without a trace tons of airplane disappearances Mm -hmm. in the Bermuda triangle Um, actually the most famous event associated with the Bermuda triangle is called the uh, it's called flight 19 which was a real training mission of US Navy bombers Mm -hmm, that took place on December 5th 1945 in which the planes and the 14 crewmen never returned and no wreckage wreckage was ever located
1: yeah that's really weird
0: and that's what happens in this area is like planes go down and people disappear. Bodies and they are were never like recovered. Confused.
1: There was like a re- they like got out there by mistake. Like one of them got confused about the where islands. they were.
0: It was the islands. They got mis They misidentified the wrong islands, which
1: mm.
0: back then I could see that yeah. happening really easily. Yeah. Like there's a shitload of islands out there past the keys and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and not only that, one of the things that pilots claim happens quite a bit is the, uh, navigational, uh, tools and equipment go just haywire. Compasses uh, can yeah. do some weird things out there and can cause two people flying in the wrong direction and then eventually ending up in the middle of nowhere and have no way to fly back and then go down. Um, and people are like, well, why would that be? Why would your compass go crazy and weird there? And some people think that there's some type of mm-hmm. you know geomagnetic anomaly like happening or something. something. There's something there affecting the electromagnetic field in that area, like something is causing it to disrupt, you know, the magnetic fields and stuff. So, Flight Nineteen is one of the the famous stories. Um, another one is the uh, mystery of the USS Cyclops, which is the largest non combat lo- loss of life in U.S. Navy history. So, in this disappearance of the USS Cyclops. Over 309 of the crew went missing.
1: Yes. That's a lot of people. That just missing. Yeah. This is probably the most significant case if I remember. In Navy from, history.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In 1918. And they did a huge extensive search, but they never yeah. found any, not even a scrap of metal, nor no. were any of the 309 people who were on board found. Just gone.
1: Yep. It was so, kind of like MH370. And I mean, but not a plane. You got to yeah.
0: think, too, like, this is a large area, 500 square miles mm-hmm. out, or 500,000 square it miles. Is. It's big. Like, the chances of not finding somebody out there are pretty, you know, yeah. good that you're not going to because it's such a that big area. much,
1: like, I feel like you yeah. find something. Come on. Even like a, a big ship like that
0: and stuff. Yeah. God. There was actually a ship recently in 2015 called the El Faro with 33 on board a cargo ship that vanished in the area. So this is like a continuing thing. There's been another plane that disappears and it continues to happen. And authorities are just like, this is just coincidence and that there's nothing really unusual or even like paranormal. A lot of people think there's some sort of paranormal aspect to it, um, which leads us into the theories as to what is causing the Bermuda triangle to exist and why are things vanishing into it? One theory is called the methane gas theory. So it's possible that there's solidified methane gas under the Bermuda Triangle and thanks to the ocean's pressure, the methane deposits have turned into an ice-like substance known as gas hydrates. And if this stuff starts decomposing and falling apart, it can create gas bubbles that rise to the surface and in turn, these big gas bubbles essentially capsize the ship.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess push it down into the water pretty quick. Yeah. So that it sinks. But then you're like, okay, okay why haven't we found shit? Like, right. That doesn't explain Mm-mm. why have we found a single, even scrap of metal from some of these disappearances of these ships and stuff. Like,
1: yeah, a lot of a people think it's do literally aliens.
0: A lot of people do. Cause there's a movie, um, that did that. It was like, uh, something of the fourth kind. Uh, I can't believe I can't think of it right now. Or is that right? Janelle? <laughs> <laughs> I have um, no idea. Just type in Bermuda triangle of the kind. <laughs> And I bet it'll come up. There's a movie that actually kind of created that alien theory that they're actually being abducted by aliens out here in the Bermuda Triangle that that's like their abduction zone for some reason there. But yeah, so it could be aliens. It could be, though, tornadoes. Yes. His sidekick actually mm-hmm. thinks that the region is full of invisible tornadoes zipping back and forth, sucking up everything. Invisible
1: in its path. tornadoes. Yeah. Okay. Like cyclones, since they're in the water.
0: Or just maybe a lot of real tornadoes out there, like constantly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Can I verify that? No, not at all. But this is perhaps one of the most interesting theories about the Bermuda triangle that I was able to find. And this um, has to do with a German oceanographer who has stated that pyramids and technology found under the Bermuda triangle are unknown to modern science. There's two, Mesmerizing giant pyramids, apparently made of some sort of thick glass, which were discovered in the center of the Bermuda Triangle. The technology that is found underneath this vast ocean is a mystery to modern science. The, the anomalous structures located at a depth of 2,000 meters have been identified by Dr. Meyer, a German oceanographer, and his team discovered these pyramids using sonar equipment. So, this oceanographer apparently believes that the discovery of the secret strange pyramidal structures at the center of the triangle could shed light on the mysterious disappearances of ships and planes. So we don't know, again, I don't know if this is even real or not. This is something that's kind of circulating out there on the internet. So you mm-hmm. never know. Nobody's right. able, been able to find who this guy is. or oh, There's exactly, so much, there's, there's so much shit. hoaxy
1: shit around yeah. the Bermuda triangle. It's like really hard to research and find. There's a lot of it. Yeah. Stuff.
0: It's pretty easy to find different theories and stuff, but One is one theory that's out there is that there are, you know, as we've talked about before, these pyramids could have been, you know, some sort of energy system at one point. Mm -hmm. And maybe there is some sort of active pyramidal structure emitting like its own field or something, or, you know, some people even say it could be like, interdimensional portals like if you believe mm-hmm. in that at all or think mm-hmm. that could be a possibility you know same thing with like image 370 some people think it's it there's these portals around the planet that if you enter them in a certain way yeah you, you can, can actually traverse into another dimension, dimension yeah or parallel universe
1: yeah, that's, that's really the wild. most interesting theory to me when it comes to the Bermuda Triangle is the fact that they could be in another universe.
0: Well, you kind of have to consider it because how are these vanishing? How are yeah. giant ships and planes vanishing without a trace?
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's like MS3 that, that new show that came out, Manifest, where the people on it they like are all come back, they land, and when they get off everyone's like, where have you guys been for it's five been four, years? Yeah, five years. And they were like, what? No, we were just on the flight for a few hours. And they come down and they had changed dimensions. Yeah. I think, which I never saw at the end of that show. We only watched the pilot, but
0: <laughs> yeah, but it, it's a real possibility that there are these like portals out there. A lot of people, a lot of the ancient cultures believed in portals, star portals, things like that across the, both the surface of the earth and probably above it and below it. So mm-hmm. um, it's interesting to consider uh, for sure. But the last thing I wanted to talk about today it's called the Yona Guni Monument. And this is just this is crazy, honestly. That again, it's it's mainstream academics that find things and they automatically throw a label <laughs> on it of this is nothing. This is natural, yeah, natural, naturally formed. You know, even though there's fucking right angles, what clearly looks like steps, like building blocks uh, of sorts. Mm-hmm. So, so let's talk a little bit about Yona Guni. So obviously, throughout much of ancient history and modern times, there's been a bunch of different civilizations. We've talked about Atlantis, whether or not it really existed. And it seems like there's a lot of evidence to suggest that there was some sort of Atlantis civilization at one time. And what we know is that civilizations rise and fall. And there's so many over the period of the planet that chances are, there's a lot of lost civilizations that we still have yet to find. Absolutely. And that's where Yonaguni comes in because people believe that this giant Underground, basically like civilization, like structures it's built like into Atlantis. the rock. <laughs> yeah, it's being called Japan's Atlantis, mm. is what they call it. And actually, Graham Hancock, who uh, we're big fans of in his work, yeah. he has dived on this site a number of times and taken pictures, actually, of this underwater uh, ruins, uh, is what he calls them, because um, that's what it looks like they are. So, just to give you a little bit of, of concept as to where this is um the they're basically um just off of the southern okinawa island in japan mm. um, and during the last ice age yonaguni was part of the chinese mainland and in the 12th century it was incorporated to the Ryukyu kingdom and by 1879 the island was formally incorporated into, into japan until mm. the early 20th century yonaguni was part of a larger Yayama village, which included the neighboring Yayama Islands and in 1948 it became an independent village From 1945 to 1972 is occupied by the United States was then returned to Japan to form a part of the Okinawa uh, prefecture and this was when scuba diving instructor uh, Kichiro Arataki plunged in the water off the coast of the Japanese island of Yonaguni 1986 and he discovered these ruins so six meters below the surface there's a bunch of what looks like monoliths terraced into the side so of this cool. mountain under the ocean, and these huge recta- rectangular formations have like perfect ninety degree angles, yeah, and steer, uh, like walls, steps, columns is what it looks like here. Yeah. Let's I'll, let me show some like, of these real quick. Wow, uh, some pictures or uh, cool. Here's a couple like clips of some pictures because this it's actually pretty incredible. And to just discount this as a natural formation, I don't know if that's you know the smart thing to do because this shit is just kind of crazy to look at.
1: I'm looking at a map of it. It says it has a gate. There's a main terrace, yeah. triangular pool, upper yeah, terrace, I mean, look at and then this. a turtle section.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It has like all these what looks like carved into areas. It doesn't look like natural at all. Look at that. I mean, that's angles Whoa. right there. Oh
1: no, 100. That
0: looks like a staircase. Mm-hmm. Does it not?
1: yeah these are oh are they questioning whether this is natural or man-made no they
0: say it's not they actually call graham hancock like this is a pseudoscientist because he believes that this is could possibly be an ancient like they think this is natural yeah they think this is just bedrock Uh what yeah they're like oh this just happens
1: that's insane
0: over time no
1: uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh this was 100 percent the work of a human or something intelligent
0: look how big those steps are right? though. like what like, human are using those steps those are huge like these are massive ruins though that's what they say is like how could this be any sort of like man-made structure because yeah everything we, is so large
1: and why would you need steps underwater that is one thing like why would you need?
0: well to? maybe it wasn't underwater at one time when oh, they were right. using this like huh. same with atlantis yeah it right? could have
1: been like a secret base or something for a long time ago
0: mm-hmm. the, well they you believe know, uh, that it was built at a time when the sea level was, you know, much much higher like ten thousand years ago,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: and that maybe like an earthquake or something, you know, mm. caused it to go under or something. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, and others have said it's only like two to three thousand years old, but it's been mapped out by these divers, including Graham Hancock. Mm-hmm. He's gone down there and taken pictures of it, and I've heard him actually talk about it before. And and he believes there's absolutely something or some way that this monument is connected to some sort of ancient culture that's been forgotten yeah there's
1: tablets that were found there Mm -hmm. um there i didn't even i just am seeing this online there's a bunch of tablets that they found underneath there with like writing on them
0: that's crazy man that's why they're calling it japan's atlantis because there's they're literally finding different things
1: apparently one of them says One of them means for life, your creator works for granting 30 renaissances, 30 renaissances. Huh? Delivering, granting and roaring.
0: I think the thing craziest to me and why I don't think it could be natural is because they're all the right angles. Like Mm -hmm. when in nature, do you just see naturally occurring right angles and terrace steps and things like that? You really don't. I mean, sometimes Mm -hmm. you kind of see it, but it's never like as flawless as these are. I mean, these look like they were literally carved out so somebody could walk up and down them. It's really crazy.
1: So I want to know how the hell they they say that these are tablets that were found there. Are they? Yeah, they say. Are you sure? Yep. Text collected from Yonaguni present legible glyph gift set. Or...
0: (laughs) Gift set. Wait a <laughs> minute, a gift Ken set. is getting pulled by gift glyph set. Sets. I was gonna say, dude. There's. They haven't found tablets down there, dude.
1: No, it says glyph sets, babe. It oh, is. It's not a gift set. It's not anything fake. It is tablets. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I've just fallen for some bullshit over here. No, it says real. It shows divers and they found them. It says that they were collected from Yanaguni.
0: Interesting. Do you see them? Yeah.
1: The tablets? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So these actually say something. Roaring, granting, the heirs, work, granting, works for granting, eternity, eternity. Apparently that's what one says. For your life, your creator. Mm. 30 works for granting 30 renaissances. Interesting. Something about Kundalini and then something about Jupiter too, which is really interesting.
0: Weird. Yeah, they think it's some sort of lost Pacific civilization known as Mu, MU, that, wow. equi- that were, was there like 10,000 years Man, ago. Yeah, that's interesting. And that it was once like a land bridge connected to Taiwan. That's crazy. But I mean, the formations are abs- absurdly tall, like 150 by 40 meters by about tw- uh, 27 meters tall. There's actually a rock formation that they call uh, Jaquez uh, Jack- Eyes, I think. Jaquez. I mean, to me, it looks like some type of civilizations ancient structures under there even if even if it's just like kind of the foundation for it because if you think about it the terrace steps and stuff look very similar to what you find in machu picchu yeah in peru on top of in the andes mountains Um, oh that's weird so it could most definitely be some sort of ancient civilization but all the scientists around there and the archaeologists and stuff say it's all natural they don't believe it at all they don't believe (laughs)
1: that's so stupid even with the tablets
0: yeah and they don't study it or anything
1: what the fuck that makes no sense
0: and that's yeah it's just crazy i mean and then people like graham hancock get called an insane person like he he's banned from speaking at certain places and being on the news because he believes that some of these ancient sites were actually lost civilizations or the uh, creation of lost civilizations it's crazy man That is. And it, may, it just makes you think, though, how many other ancient civilizations may be buried underneath the ocean. Or what if there are existing civilizations? Like, what if we found out there was another type of species or hybrid human beings living under the ocean?
1: That would be a real change well, up. If you, Like, what if you
0: if you believe in the aquatic ape theory?
1: Yeah, which is super interesting. We should talk um, about that sometime.
0: Yeah, if you believe in that theory that we, at one point, were, like, naturally in the water, like... Evolved for that ship, swimming mm-hmm. around and stuff. What if there is still remaining aquatic ape people? Yeah, I know. That live under their There's now? plenty of theories mermaids about I it. Mermaids, good, yeah. Yeah. Or mermaids. There are around. people that
1: believe in mermaids. Yeah. I don't think there's enough evidence, but I love the aquatic ape theory. It's so interesting.
0: Is it possible? Sure. Is it likely? It is
1: possible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's several reasons why we really could have evolved from the water. Like, first of all, it's our skin. That's a big part of it yeah. is just... The web? Yeah. Well, well other know, mammals really have hair all over. We're just like this slimy, streamlined thing. <laughs> and then also the way that our spines work, we're one of the only mammals that can like make this movement, other than like dolphins. Um, our and with skin, some uh,
0: flippers on, we're pretty good swimmers.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then our skin, the way that when we're underwater, it turns like raisiny. Yeah. That's just to enhance your grip it underwater. It, yeah. yeah. So... There's there's a couple different interesting bits of evidence. So for the as aquatic opposed ape to theory. evolving
0: from or is it apes, water apes that we like yeah, a specific water monkeys species pretty much. of water monkeys that yeah. we evolved from.
1: Yeah, that's a theory. There's a whole there's this lady who's really into it. If you type in like TED talk, uh, aquatic ape theory, TED talk, she explains it all. Interesting. I can't remember her name, but she's really into it.
0: Even though we already have like so many similarities with the the chimpanzee that runs around on land
1: well yeah but she's
0: saying that evolved into that yeah okay so she's it's still just kind like of part a of, branch it. of it yeah oh, kind okay of, interesting kind of um know. the last thing i was going to ask you though is would you live underwater if you could
1: no i can barely like i said i can barely go five feet. my ears are fucked up you guys i got my well, drums punctured like, they would be
0: able to fix the pressure it'd be normal pressure underwater
1: well then sure maybe like
0: imagine being in that room at the dubai resort yeah the Atlantis, that's lit. where your room is literally underwater in a sense because mm-hmm. you're in like in an aquarium mm-hmm. if you've or never seen that it.
1: there's this hotel in dubai that like is all around this big aquarium so a bunch of the rooms back up to a, an aquarium wall so you can like sit in your room and watch the the huge aquarium it's so
0: cool but what if you could live in a house like that
1: i would do that where you could We're just not. watch
0: animals swimming all cool. around you That would be pretty
1: cool and peaceful. I but bet. you
0: would never come to the surface. You that's, would just live down see, there that's and like, stay there. You'd
1: feel like so claustrophobic <laughs> after a while. Because you can't ever really go outside. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that. I couldn't
0: do that. But actually um, a Tokyo company is building. Um, is going to build a structure that will support 5,000 people. Including labs, schools, and beautiful residential areas they say. And this could become a reality in 2030. If you think about it, it's not a bad idea, dude. J- Japan's getting hammered by floods right now. Have you seen that? Like,
1: yes, I did see that. They're actually. like,
0: like po- tons of
1: yep. Japan is they're underwater. Evacuating a ton it's people. crazy. Yeah,
0: it's an island. It's going to get a lot of it's going to get washed up. So maybe yeah. this is the future. Like, we're going to have to leave yeah. the land and go live in these underwater, either in space or underwater.
1: That's if you want to like survive. Only options these days.
0: Or fucking, you know, climb to the highest hill and fight to the last man standing <laughs> like king of the hill you know that's literally what it's coming to but um yeah
1: would you live underwater
0: if i had to i would miss the grass and the sun and everything yeah. else i don't and i don't like the ocean that much to be honest with you yeah i'm pretty you, scared you'd of it. be
1: freaked out yeah you can barely even like snorkel i saw a me.
0: barracuda in hawaii and i was done
1: did we see a barracuda
0: yeah it was a barracuda dude and Ooh. those are mean oh course i know I'm, they're all scary and, josh
1: kept freaking me out in the ocean when we were there
0: but rightfully so man i mean there's predators out there yeah. and, and we coming. don't know
1: what the fuck's going on down there
0: no and we <laughs> they're coming in real close man mm-hmm. pretty soon we're not going to be able to go in the ocean anymore because it's just going to be like sharks right as you walk in
1: oh that's scary but it's true they're that's hungry that's my
0: prediction but that could be wrong. <laughs> You're like taking it as fact. Oh, that's scary. I
1: know, but it is true though. Like as the as their food supply shortens, yeah. they're coming closer into the shore. So
0: yeah, and if we don't clean clean up the garbage patch, man,
1: yeah, that's a big there ain't issue. ain't going to be no
0: no sushi for anybody.
1: I can't. I can't handle that. I know. I know. I need sushi. It's so good. It is. <laughs> what a strange way to end the ocean episode. <laughs> Do you, like, sushi? do you like sushi
0: <laughs> <laughs> clearly we're hungry man that's Ugh. what it is i'm yeah, hungry we are so I'm it's just 10 like o'clock we haven't even there. like
1: eaten today well i think we'll wrap it up there there's a lot to talk about when it comes to the ocean way more than we could talk about today mm-hmm. um so let us know if you guys want to see another ocean ponder session in the future talking about a different variety of ocean topics
0: Yeah, or suggest some specific things that maybe yeah. we didn't cover that mm-hmm. are out there because it's an endless it's a rabbit hole. The ocean is there's a lot. I mean, I've l- looked at so many conspiracies about the ocean that it's, a, it's just all craziness, but I don't know. Maybe it'd be worth diving into. One, yeah. One maybe day. we should do
1: like ocean conspiracies podcast. That'd be interesting. I don't mm. really know any of the theories.
0: It is interesting. Mm. So let us know. But uh, if you like this episode, be sure to like, and subscribe. Yes. And yeah, we will see you guys next time.
1: Stay safe and stay woke.